0: It is exactly 8.34 on Metro FM Talk. Under the microscope this evening, we're focusing on the cannabis economy. Now, the Eastern Cape government recently hosted a stakeholder summit to explore the economic benefits of the cannabis industry for the province. Now, the Premier, Oscar Mabiani, said there was only one agenda, really, and that one agenda was to create a thriving legal cannabis economy in the province, as well as to create jobs from that. And I've also read an article by the agricultural economist Le Siklobo uh, saying that South Africa cannot afford to ignore the economic benefits of cannabis legislation, saying that Parliament needs to urgently come up with a framework to ensure that South Africa does not miss out on the global cannabis boom. And I see this Saturday as well, Africana Innovation is conducting a one-day program titled ECOWAR, and that stands for Economic, Cannabis Opportunities Workshops on Awareness Raising and this is happening at the Birchwood Hotel. Now to, to speak to us more on this we're joined by Dr. Tandega Gunene, uh, Gunene from uh, the House of Hemp and founder of House at Hemp Thank you so much for joining us this evening Dr. Tandega. Thank you so much Sestami. Now yes. you, you know when we talk about cannabis uh, there are so many myths um, to to dispel Uh, Some fiction, uh, some reality. But I found it very interesting when I was going through, you know, some of the research on on cannabis about the fact that there are over 25,000 uses of cannabis across 17 key industry sectors. Won't you maybe break down some of the uses um, for cannabis? Okay, uh, cannabis... uh
1: is a tree, Mm -hmm. and from the tree we get the flowers, the seed, and the stem, and the roots. So if you look from the flowers, the exciting thing that makes everybody call it a boom, the green gold rush, the billionaires being born every week, is the medicinal part. So from the flowers we really get the medicinal um, uh, applications. You know, multi medicine. Yes, and then you get the seed where you get the food, you get the food, uh, and you get the from the waste you can make animal feed, and you can actually make uh, protein powder because from the seed when you press it you get oil. Making examples of what comes where and goes where, and then uh, from the fiber the stocks, you get fiber, which then is turned into textiles, into insulation, into uh, biocomposites, which then brings the big opportunity of uh, replacing plastics uh, with uh, hydrocarbonates. And uh, then from the waste of that, you get what is called uh, a green building technology like uh, b- b- green building materials like uh, uh, your concrete mm-hmm. uh, what they call hempcrete is the waste basically ground and the blocks that come from it and basically you can create a equivalent RTP house for the same amount of an RTP house about a one and a half size bigger, sixty square meters for the same amount of forty square meters RTP house and you can roof it and tile it and get maybe um a cupboards, you know, from the same plant.
0: A multifaceted, uh, functional plant, and and I found it quite interesting as well. As you were saying, that the cannabis seed is actually one of the most nutritious foods, uh, containing fatty acids like they've got uh, omega three and omega six, um, and and is you know a, a very potent plant based protein. So a, a lot really to to delve into. But we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'd like to find out what is actually really behind. The, the boom in the cannabis industry worldwide. Uh, we are in conversation this evening with Dr. Tande Aguneni from the House of Hemp, and we're talking about the cannabis economy and the potential, the huge potential, that exists in this particular sector. It's 38 minutes after 8 o'clock, and this is Metro FM Talk. It is exactly 8.40 on MetroVM Talk. Uh, uh, Under the microscope today, we're focusing on the cannabis economy and we're joined by Dr. Tande Gagunene. Now, doctor, uh, before the break, I I was asking you, what is behind this huge boom um, in the cannabis industry? And, And this is worldwide. Yeah, I, the green uh, gold rush, it's
1: like it's a big green rush, you know, when gold was discovered in Southern Africa, there was a gold rush. That's what we're experiencing in the world today, there's a gold rush for cannabis. And it's the cannabinoids that are creating this big rush. And cannabinoids are the components that are found inside of a cannabis. And uh, there's two major components. There's a lot of components. The number varies according to whatever researcher is doing it, but it's a lot in hundreds. But two major ones that have caught the attention of the pharmaceutical industry mm. is the THC. It's always been there, uh, which is the good stuff, you know, the Dakha, the what gets you high, the medicine, the what makes you meditate. Uh, it's actually a medicine like uh, opiates and uh, it actually plays such a role. It replaces pain, it, it deals with pain, and and you know uh, uh, difficult uh, sicknesses like that. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, and there then, have been incidences when it has actually been
1: prescribed, uh, you know, for pain relief. Yes, uh, it's 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 a. THC has always been allowable to be uh, prescribed in South Africa. You needed a doctor who needed to have a a supplier that was able to handle THC. It was a long process, so doctors really did not, uh, many of them, but there are those, I think there's about 53 such permits where doctors have given, since 1960-something, it's been like that. Okay, It's just a difficult process to follow. So it is a medicine. The high THC and then there's another cannabinoid the CBD which uh, is the non-narcotic part of, of THC but it has a lot of uh, medical value as well so with the cannabis in general the tree the stock and the seed you went from the stock which produced fiber at about uh, 500 kilo uh, to or even 20 rand a kilo you could get. 500 rand a kilo was the stock, and then you extract it to 20 rand a kilo. So I'll talk at the end product, 20 rand a kilo, the fiber. And then you went to the foods, uh, which was from the seeds, that would give you 200 rand a kilo as a oil, a omega oil. And then jumped to CBD, $2,000 a kilo. Mmm. Now that's where the big money comes in. $5,000 a kilo, even a big, mm I think that's the biggest a draw to to cannabis that it's its gold like prizes that are renewable. A renewable
0: gold mine kind of that's thing. That's right. So you will never deplete as but I wonder then about the quality of the seed and 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 and, and the quality of, of the soil. Uh, is there a variant in in the potency then of of the plant?
1: Definitely and uh, in South Africa in South Africa, we've got what is called a comparative natural adva- national advantage when it comes to cannabis. Southern Africa, mm. okay, so uh, we've got already a brand, so our soil can do well. Pharmaceutical, they like a standardised product, so most of them are growing in greenhouses where you can control the environment and whatever you. Although there is more and more research that shows that pharmaceutically it would be a better medicine when it comes from the from the earth. At this moment the gold is the um, active pharmaceutical ingredient and the end product that is produced for it. That's where the big money is. Uh, But nutraceutically they use it as uh, it's less lesser of a high cost than it is pharmaceutically but that's where you look at it holistically so there's also that rise in that market and of course recently in South Africa so as we've got a natural competitive advantage, the pharmaceuticals are taking it up, the nutraceuticals are taking it up, the biofuels are taking it up and a very very recently is the responsible adult use which now opens a whole big uh, opportunities because uh, cannabis is the recreational um, sin, get a lot of syntax like uh, alcohol and tobacco, is actually bigger than alcohol and tobacco in terms of consumption a uh, statistics. So the market is big and with the constitutional court having ruled that it is a person's right to smoke a uh, cigarette or cannabis or drink alcohol, with its sins, uh, that market which includes paying this for the sins is worth a lot of money.
0: I mean it's 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 a, it's a new market because you know now the, the terms and the legislation and the law in South Africa has only just recently opened up as far as that is concerned. But I think what's noteworthy especially regarding cannabis is the fact that it is not just for you know recreational use but mm. that it's actually a plant that can be used in various sectors, I mean you spoke about biodiversity, you spoke uh, about other sectors where the plant can actually be used for commerce.
1: Mm. It's it's true, I mean like that is what is the big boom, one is the pharmaceuticals but also is the um, tourism and the entertainment, that's big 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 industries formal industries. So our challenge is just to formalize
0: the industry and collect the tax. And col- Let's talk about South Africa, its high unemployment rate, as well as the opportunities that exist you know, for South Africa with uses from the, the cannabis plants, whether you are taking it from the seed um, and, and creating you know, um, the, the omega-3s and omega-6s or you're taking it from the flowers or from the roots, etc. Where is legislation as far as far as South Africans now being able to utilize parts of the cannabis plant for for gainful legal employment. Okay, uh, there is. I
1: uh, when I look at the South African law right now, is there's five main streams around cannabis. The first one the green gold is the pharmaceutical the 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 medicinal uses okay Uh, the guidelines were published November uh, 2017 and 6th of November and anyone can apply the laws are stringent as all the laws of the pharmaceuticals but House of M was the first one to get such a license in fact if you do everything you have to do jump the hoops to all the conditions that they want there. It's a 17-page document, but it's doable. It can be done. So at least our system, our regulatory system, holds, okay? And it gets you attention in the international world because the South African pharmaceutical regulation is very similar to the to the West. But that is is legal. You can follow, and then you get a permit, a license, five years, and you have to work with SAPRA, South African Health and Pharmaceutical Regu- Regulatory Authority. Okay, that's the first one. That's how it's done. The second one. Is the industrial hemp the industrial hemp the guidelines are soon to be uh, published by Department of Agriculture it's been passed in the Parliamentary Portfolio Committee and any day now okay it's uh, being delayed by bureaucratic things that's what we hear but the Department of Health has uh, issued commercial trial research permits it's still under research permits because I think the idea is that the hemp permits are going to be easy because hemp has got no high THC that is a drug. A, the problem is how to handle the CBD but it's almost there. Mm-hmm. So you can apply to, from the SAPRA and Department of Health and get a research permit to do your commercial trials in hemp. It's a little bit more relaxed. They are even allowing more than two hectares but it must be in partnership with a research organization. And then the third one that is very interesting that we've been all talking about is the 18th September co- a constitutional court judgment of a Russ Prince and all his colleagues leagues the uh, main thing there is that in south africa it's been now legal to consume cannabis at home but it's not yet legal to trade in it but because if you say to a person you can eat potato you also need to answer where do you buy the potato from because Mm. clearly nobody's going to be planting potato at home. Most people don't plant potato at home even though it's legal and they've got the soil. So they want somebody to plant it and supply it. So what government is trying to figure out now how to set out the supply laws. Regulations. They've got two years. A year is almost over which means in, in, in a year's time government will tell people you want to supply cannabis. In this way, tourism is whatever, come on board. So people must get ready because that's big opportunities. And then the last one. Before
0: we go into the last one, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll just uh, recap on that. It is exactly 8.50 on Metro FM Talk. Under the microscope today, the cannabis economy and the potential uh, that it has for you if you want to call in, please do so right now on zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. That's zero eight nine one one zero three three seven seven. We have an expert in the house, Dr. Tandeka Gunene, founder of the House of Hemp. She has been doing this for decades, um, and is just uh, you know a historical archive on her own as far as the history and the uses of hemp. We are exploring today the cannabis economy and the potential that it has. Not only globally, but more specifically for South Africans and looking as well at uh, the various laws and and regulations and and where they are at, Um, how soon will uh, legislation be passed as far as the the supply of of cannabis. It is exactly 8.51 on Metro FM Talk. It is exactly, 8.53 on Metro FM Talk. I see a lot of you just holding on uh, to chat to Dr. Tande Kunene. But before we take those calls, Dr., let me give you an opportunity to go through um, the the last uh, stream. Uh, the last stream, uh, just to recap,
1: the first one was the medicinal. The first, second one was the industrial hemp. The third one was the responsible adult use. The fourth stream is a stream called the Indigenous Knowledge Systems Stream. where Communities like the Rastafarians or Rastafari, as Rastafari call it, or the healers or the people like uh, traditional leaders like the Bondos and the Khoisan who've got traditional and customary use to this can actually apply for a special uh, permit, Mm. exemption permit, to actually live their customary way of living uh, with cannabis. So it is handled by the Department of of Health uh, under traditional medicines. But it's there, that option. And I think the potential for South Africa is the rural economy because each hectare if it's hemp it's about seven people per hectare and hemp needs at least at least ten hectares you know you can do it with one hectare as well especially if you do CBD and then you can do one hectare of high THC in a customary traditional way I mean in South Africa we've got the Sutu, the Pondo, the Devon Poison, the Swazi all of those are relatively known strains mm-hmm. of cannabis so the
0: those are the opportunities in South Africa. Mm. Uh, and I guess that that would fall under what has been globally called, you know, the industri- um, uh, indigenous knowledge indigenous uh, system. Knowledge, yes. Let, let's take a call from Jay, um, who is holding from Pretoria. Have we lost that call? Right. It seems like we've lost that call from Jay. 89 is the number to dial. We are in conversation with Dr. Tandega Kunene. So you've spoken to us about the five mainstreams, the pharmaceutical, the industrial, Um, the responsible adult use as well as the indigenous uh, stream that individuals can follow. Now, I also understand that the organization that you are part of called Africana Innovation is the very first cannabis incubator on uh, the African continent. Tell us about that. Yes, you know, uh, if we look
1: at the impact in the economy, once a person has got the licenses, one of the four, Okay, licenses. Uh, a fifth one is a split for the ma- from the medicine, which is the complementary and alternative medicines. It's still under the medicines, but they're trying to separate it. Let's say one of the five, you want you got the license now, then what? And. Then the answer is that it's just as normal as any other business and most businesses fail in the first five years. So you have to gear up with your license and go and do the things that need to be done to get your business up there because cannabis is a business. If you're going to sell for 5,000 rand a kilo, $5,000 a kilo, you need to have the qualities and everything there. And now that disadvantages our that disadvantages our. Uh, poor communities. Mm. They don't have the money to apply for the license. They don't have the fence that is required. They don't have the knowledge, technical knowledge, to get it to standardised um, uh, standards, standardised quality, and to run the business generally. You know, uh, so that's where an incubator comes in, and we took. As House of Hemp we were now focusing on the medicine, we took all the knowledge that we had amassed around the industrial hemp, the nutraceuticals, the models for community uh, economics and we partnered with a, a guys who'd known a lot about incubation and they had all the relationships to give you the full eco-global system of supporting you to take your idea to actually market and make money and sustain those jobs. And and in larger scales as well. And in larger scales. So then we, as House of Emp, we contribute towards this uh, incubation program. Africana means, Africana Inc means African Cannabis Incubation Program and uh, it starts with uh, an eco war which raises the opportunities awareness what's happening what's happening there's something you can grow in your back backyard and actually make money out of it and then two maybe not as easy as that but it's there
0: maybe look you never know what the future will hold because you know what's legal what's illegal now 10 15 20 30 years down the line you know who knows what the legislation might be Who knows, because now it's legal. These are certainly changing times. Uh, But before our time runs out uh, this evening, I'd like you to tell us more about the event that you'll be hosting on Saturday, uh, what it aims to achieve and who can be a part of it.
1: Uh, The event is, is one of the Eco Wars, the Economic Cannabis Opportunities Workshops. We are raising awareness. Uh, we're targeting youths, we're targeting uh, what I call the IKS communities, we're targeting women, cannabis is supposed to be a woman thing, we're targeting farmers, and we're targeting military veterans people who actually are interested in cannabis, have got land, and want to know how, what, where, to, where to. Okay, first of all, here's an opportunity, first part of the event, and then the second part. So, what now that you have seen an opportunity, how do you get there? As opposed to almost being arrested to being a consumer. Great, cannabis is free. Cannabis can be smoked legally. Cannabis can be made into a plastic. It's more than that. It has to be more than that. We have to. We've got the best cannabis in the world. We must participate in taking cannabis and it's rotational cropping because you can't grow cannabis without rotational cropping like food, oil, medicines. And actually grow our own food, grow our own medicine, grow our own clothes, grow our own shelter. So, how does one find out about um, this event? This event, you can go to www. Africana, AFRICA, a,
0: dot a co.za. So that's www.africana.co. and Africana is AFR. I C A N N A. So, all the information that you need will be there. Dr. Gunene, it's been awesome chatting to you. Um, Really enlightening and invigorating conversation. Thank you so much. All right. We thank you. It is exactly nine o'clock on Metro FM Talk now. uh, Dr. Tandega Gunene is recognized as a specialist on the African continent. She's a key promoter of cannabis commercialization to alleviate poverty and fight environmental degradation and actively promotes entrepreneurship among black women. Dr. Kunene holds an engineering degree from the University of Cape Town, an MBA from London's Richmond University, and was the first African woman to earn a PhD in mathematics from the University of Pretoria. Ah, mbogoto. It's exactly nine o'clock, and this is how we come to the end of our time together tonight on Metrofem Talk. I'm Tami Gubeni, sitting in for Aya Bongaktawa. You have yourself a splendid evening further. I okay.